Welcome in, hippies and cowboys everywhere. It's one of your hosts, Garrett, and I would like to welcome you all into episode 24 of the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. As always, we are bringing you the best in the country music world like nobody else is going to tell it. We are so excited because joining us today is Cameron Duddy, and he is in a little band, you might have heard of him, called Midland. We get to talk to Cameron a little bit about how the band came together, some of their influences, and how they fit into the big world of mainstream country radio um, today with so much of the of what you hear on mainstream radio being so poppy and uh, really shallow. And these guys are a bit of an outlier in the sense that their music is very traditional sounding and um, they still put on a great show without uh, rapping and, and twerking and all that other nonsense. So Midland's one of our favorites on the radio today and we are so excited for you guys to hear our chat with Cameron. Um, we are going to kick things off with Cheatin' Songs off of their 2019 album, Let It Roll. Hope you enjoy the episode, everyone. Sometimes her jacket smells like cigarettes But she hates the smoke And when I ask who she's hanging out with She says no one I would know Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not Maybe she's guilty, maybe she's caught She's bringing back cheating songs
Welcome in everybody to episode 24. Sitting down with us today is Cameron Duddy from Midland. We are so excited to have you here, Cameron. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, man. Um, you want to say what, what do you want us to go by? Uh, Cameron, Cam, C Duds. What do you What do you think? You know, my friends call me Cam. Uh, my dad Cam. calls me a son of a bitch. So you know, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> you can call me All whatever right. you want, man. All right. so, Cam's so not probably C-duds easy. Duds, then. <laughs> C Duds. Uh, I don't. I don't know. My. Uh, I'm. I've been trying to get. Um, I had a nickname in high school that I, I've been trying to get to catch on now on tour and. I don't know why, but no one wants to say, uh, call me Doc. I, I don't know why I, I was Doc, Doc in high school. Um, <laughs> right, Dr. 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 Duddits. I think, you know, my dad was duds growing up. So I may, I may evolve into duds down the road. I think that's a very, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's a disarming, likable nickname. Do you guys have nicknames? Definitely. Oh boy. I don't. Um, no, I did. It's a long story, <clears throat> but I, I, people called me Shart. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Shart, and it's it's not for the reason that you'd oh, think. Fuck. It's not for the reason that you'd think. Uh, so my last name's Hart, <laughs> and my my middle initial my middle initials S. Yeah. So like on our school IDs in college, like my Hawk ID was oh wow was you got Mike yeah, Mike Shart. Uh, and then I use that as my Instagram handle. So everyone just kind of calls me Shart. Yeah. And, Whoa, and dude. I think my um, parents did this on purpose. An oversight on your parents on your No, they they did it on purpose. <laughs> no, actually. Because my sister uh Shart, 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 no, no, actually no way. Shart wasn't in the zeitgeist of pop culture until no. like the late nineties, dude. Um, well, in fact, I was I only born first, in '94. So. I think the first use of "shart" was in a movie called. Well, check out "Along Came Polly." Oh yeah, was one of I think the first mm. commercial use in a movie of the word "shart" in a comedic way. Your parents are probably absolved of of creating um, this stigma around you. They didn't know. I'm gonna exonerate them right now. Okay, and um, my mom will be <laughs> grateful. Uh, I will say that. Uh, I, I was, yeah, yeah. It's not her fault. It was just an <laughs> oversight. That's all. Well, <laughs> to counter you, uh, I have an oh, older man. sister who well, also that, that went wasn't to exactly Iowa how I planned and, on starting this out. Well, no, this oh. is, this is real talk here though. Cause I have an older sister and, and her, her middle name's Paige. So her Hawk ID at Iowa was Kelsey P Hart. Oh. Explain that one, you know? <laughs> Because you know that'd be fart, so right. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I oh, I'm not so man. easy to let let mom off the. That's hook really there. too bad. <laughs> they both went to Iowa. They knew what's up, man. That, Come on. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, dude. Good. I like that. Oh, wow, man. your parents got a good sense of humor. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that's rough. But hey, That's we're talking rough. to. So, uh-huh. <laughs> all right, yeah, you go. <laughs> go ahead. No. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, look, like I said, like <clears throat> introduce me to your show. Yeah, you know? I was gonna say, like, you know, fuck. I, I haven't. Yeah, we're. I I haven't heard this this podcast yet, and I'm you know I'm already a fan because I'm on it. <laughs> um, but like, what what are the <laughs> themes that you guys like to get into? You like to listen to music and, um, and talk about kind of countercultures within the cowboy country music world mm. is that is not that the vibe? necessarily um essentially i would just kind of shortly try to sum up what we're about is we are kind of dedicated to promoting country music that you are maybe not going to hear on the radio and some of you know some artists that are maybe newer that uh haven't haven't gained a lot of ground yet in their careers are just basically dedicated to promoting country music that's keeping the true sound and substance of the genre alive is essential. Yeah, right. That's probably yeah. a pretty good summary, I suppose. I'll buy it. I like that. I like the substance part. That's that's um, too, you know. Yeah. And in your ca- and in your case here, 
Yeah, yeah, that's a really big part of it is is the substance. And in your case, you are actually our first mainstream artist that you would hear on the radio yeah. um, to join us. So I don't congrats, know if that you did is it. Worthy <laughs> of a congrats, but <laughs> it's pretty online. pretty damn cool. It's pretty damn cool. Um, and we're really excited to have you here. Uh, yeah. So thank you, thank you so much for for sitting down with us. Yeah, man, it's my pleasure. I'm honored. Yeah, we're stoked. So, so what? You guys usually start with a couple questions, like, oh, uh, man. what's yeah, the, what's the program just, here? <clears throat> we just go with it. But uh, for, I mean, for everybody listening out there, we know who Midland is, you know, and we kind of have a pretty good idea of, you know, what you three guys are about. We've done some, some looking back through all the videos on youtube of you guys and different interviews and stuff but why don't you take a minute and just kind of introduce yourself to everybody you know? all right <laughs> cool yeah man well my you know i'm cam i'm cam duddy and uh i, I play bass and i i sing and uh occasionally play drums in a band called midland that i formed with my two very good friends mark and jess about Five years ago, half decade ago, five years, um, and uh, you know we've 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 come up through the ranks of bar bands in Texas, and even before that, we all uh, had been in and out of failed bands since we were at least for me since I was twelve years old, and always really dreamed of of making making music for a living. Um, in terms of success on and off the radio, I think that there's a incredible contingency of people out here in Texas where we live that have not experienced what some would call commercial success because they don't go for radio, but right. have mm -hmm. very, very much um created a a successful lifestyle uh by playing music that is true to them and and very um uh there's so many different uh ways to describe texas music right. you know the good stuff i i would say good, good is one <laughs> of them um there's a lot of talented songwriters but also musicians and really like success to me is is can you do what you want to do without having to uh burn yourself out working an additional job yeah um that was my my, my that was my definition mm. um and then those definitions change as you as you grow and you you um you start to check off those boxes you set yourselves you set you know, higher expectations for yourself. Can I do this now while maintaining a mortgage? Or can I do this now while maintaining a mortgage and having kids and raising a f and having a family? Um, Congrats, by the way. And, uh, you know, the trick is to not thank you. I think the trick yeah. is, yeah. as anybody will tell you, whether you're successful on radio or successful in life per your whatever that um, – definition is to you that you tr you, you know as long as you're not creating um s definitions of success that are based in um things that will not l fulfill you long term then i think that you're going to be okay you know if you're trying to do it for the uh fame or so that you can live uh, outside of your means or you know we get obsessed i think too with like who's got a nice car and whose car is nicer than the next guy or this and that you know then you're going to set yourself up for failure and i know i'm on a i'm on some sort of uh tangent it's a but good one. i do no I, i'm i'm very Go much ahead. Uh, aware of the fact that Midland is an outlier out here in that we are a honky tonk band that has gotten on the radio, right. but mm -hmm. 
I don't know if I would put myself in the same caliber of musicians as guys like Dale Watson or Jerry Jeff Walker or um, Guy Clark or Gary P. Nunn, the dudes that came before us that based themselves in and around Austin that may not have had commercial success, but mm-hmm. in every way that I can think of were successful human beings, you know, and successful <clears throat> artists mm-hmm. because they, they created very unique and personal music that touches people, you know? Yeah. So uh, don't sure. let the fact that we're on the radio fool you. I'm sure you guys spin a lot of records from people that aren't on the radio that um, absolutely would consider themselves successful. No, right? Yeah, dude, that's yeah. That no, that's 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 that's, that's one of the you. That was very well said, and one of the reasons why we're excited to have you on, particularly Midland is, <clears throat> I mean, as you said, you're a honky tonk band that made it on the radio, like mainstream, like big time. You know, it's like, and and it's such a a. I don't know, like, yeah, like, as you said, an outlier um, in the music world to have someone who's playing traditional honky-tonk music with substance in their lyrics and meaningful lyrics, like, make it and and be played on the on the radio where if you say the word, if you say the name Midland uh, around pretty much anybody, they're going to know who you're talking about. Um, it's just, it's really cool, and it's, It'll be an interesting take here because we're always working from the other side, the the kind of underground side of things. The underdog. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But have you guys heard of um, guys out of Texas like uh, Jonathan Tyler in the Northern Lights? Uh, or no, I, I haven't. That doesn't sound familiar mm-hmm. to me. You gotta I'll check, check John, John Tyler out. I, I I love lineage and and where people come from and the different things that they touch in their careers. And uh, I've been fascinated by that, especially you know when it pertains to musicians. Um, because in the best of times, you know, musicians will go and play with other people. You know, right. and write songs with other people outside of their main bag and, and create side bands and super groups and all this shit or session players. And, um, John Tyler is one of those guys that has got such great pedigree because he, he has been a part of and involved with so many, um, really cool, credible musicians that are definitely, uh, not on the radio. Right. You got guys like the Texas gentleman, mm. Um, if you haven't heard them, you gotta check them out. Um, uh, Nikki Lane. Oh yeah, for sure. I just saw her like two weeks ago. You've got. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's he's, him and Nikki are an item. They've been together now for years, yeah. but, um, very much integral to that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Really, the East Nashville scene and the in the East and South Austin scene. Very cool guy. You gotta check him out. Yeah, that's um, cool. Mike and the Moon Pies are out here and, and they're now experiencing some level of of exposure that they're due, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I just heard the Turnpike Troubadours broke up about a year ago. Uh, that's news to that's me. That's news to you? Uh, I don't know yeah. if you know who. The, I, didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> man, I've been on the road for three years. I, I haven't been keeping up with people. Oh, man. I that's suppose. like big time Red sad. Band news, no, man. That's, that's terribly yeah. sad. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Why yeah. did they break up? Um, Does anybody per- know? Uh, Personal reasons for Felker. There was like he, some, yeah. He, yeah, he had some somebody drinking issues. Just some, yeah, some personal stuff going on, I think. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know what? That happens, <clears throat> dude. You know, it'll get the best of us. I, I tell you, you know, one of the things that I was most scared of, or at least that we've talked about at length on the tour bus in between gigs is not trying not to become a uh, caricature of yourself and drinking problem. was our first and biggest hit and it would be so ironic and, and, uh, uh, you know, I guess sad to succumb to that, um, and become a full blown alcoholic. And, I'll tell you, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a, it, it is a 
how should I put this? I mean, living on the road is, 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 is tough, you know? And, and we oftentimes use things like marijuana or alcohol to come down just to sleep, you know? And, uh, Mm -hmm. it's a slippery slope, man. So shit, if that has anything to do with the turnpike troubadours breaking up, then I guess I, uh, I I sympathize with those guys, man. It's not easy keeping a band together. I'll say that. No. Yeah. yeah. It's like a marriage, oh, sure. but you can't have sex with each other. Or you, you could. could. Guess, <laughs> yeah. You could. You could if you wanted, I suppose. It's um, 2020. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. We uh, <clears throat> get. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, getting oh, yeah. getting getting back a little bit to uh, kind of. I, I, I kind of wanted to make the connection there about some of the things you said about, you know, um, what success means to you and what that means for, for different people. And, uh, I think, I think it's a really cool connection. I, I was reading an article actually before this, uh, from 2016, um, might've been a Rolling Stone article, I think. Yeah. And, uh, it had said that, well, you guys were quoted as saying in the article that uh, Gary Stewart was a big influence on the three of you. And now, just a few weeks ago, we could, the guys you just you just mentioned there, Mike and the Moon Pies, came out with the Gary Stewart uh, kind of Lost Songs album there. And Mark was was featured yeah. on, I believe, the second track of that of that of that album, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, really cool, like a really cool connection there because. I was reading that article and I said, "Hey, full circle! Like there you guys are on the on that album with with the Moon Pies and doing Gary Stewart songs." So, thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good for them, man. You know, Gary Stewart didn't get his due really in it, as much as I think that most some of us would th- would have hoped. Right. Um, uh, he's not a staple in a lot of people's catalogs if you're collecting records from back then and, um. I th- he's somebody he's some he's somebody that 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 um if you know you know if you are if you understand and really get that brand of country music you you protect his name and his history and the stories about him and and the physical records that you can find of his you know you protect those things like they're gold because he was such a um anomaly and a rarity and and a true original for sure yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you guys have also been, you had the opportunity to, I mean, you guys opened for Willie Nelson, Dwight Yoakam, and uh, you got to collab, you got to jump on the Boots Scoot and Boogie with uh, Brooks and Dunn. I mean, that must have been a pretty, pretty surreal, mo- <laughs> surreal moment in your guys' careers. That was something. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've, we've been lucky. We've been really lucky, man. All right. I'm going to, Oh, there, there's something that I kind of want to ask you guys. Just having this opportunity to be with talking to uh, uh, you guys um, is so like in in the scene that we usually work in, you know, with like these underground artists, people like the Moon Pies and and uh, like of that kind of caliber that aren't on the radio, but like we all, you know, we think they should be. Like Moon Pies, as true of a honky tonk Texas band as you can get. I mean, you know, saying. Same as a lot of, a lot of those guys that'll never. Well, they might see the light of day. Who knows? But um, one thing that I'm kind of interested in is in this community, you don't see a whole lot of Midland talk, right? Like in this underground, like kind of people who swore off of mainstream radio, um, like traditionalist country people. They kind of swore off of mainstream radio, and I'm guilty of that at times too. Like I didn't get on the Midland uh, bandwagon early because I stopped listening to the radio. Um, and I sure, think there's yeah. reasons as to why I stopped listening to the radio, you know, but, um, so I, you know, I don't blame yeah, you. So I didn't like <clears throat> catch that, that wave. But I think some, I don't know. I just wonder if you've heard anything from those traditionalist groups on like any kind of backlash because maybe you got to the mainstream. Like, is that like, if anything from that group on it, like, do you guys feel accepted to that? Um, like it's weird because yeah in a way but you have to remember that country music um 
you know, it's not, it's there. I think only probably since the nineties. Well, I guess you could say this thing about rock and roll, but I don't, I don't know if, if country music had its quote indie um, scene ever um, that created an us versus them thing until really until the like two thousands and country music is still one of those genres where you can, you can listen to George Strait. I mean, look, if you throw on the local Austin um, Coke FM or whatever, you know, they'll play Thomas Rhett, but then they'll roll it into Brooks and Dunn. So I don't think you have as hard line, um, uh, you know, uh, factions of country music listeners. I mean, you guys certainly fall into the category of people that just reject all most modern country. And I totally understand that because I don't listen to it either. I don't like the term modern country because I think to answer your question, I don't, there, there aren't, it's not, Sorry, I interrupted you. That's my bad. I was just mm-hmm. saying, like, what you're, what I you're guess neo-traditional, sh- I would say. I just don't think that there's that there's that many. There's not a faction of people besides a couple journalists that, you know, likely have nothing better to do than write salacious, polarizing um, articles. Uh which aren't many, but I can think of like one guy really. And, uh, beyond that, like it's, it's not, it's not like indie rock versus pop rock. It's, I don't, I don't feel like there was that there's an established like culture of that. I think that it's way more inclusive when it comes to people. And if you do experience success on the radio while playing traditional country music, it's just there isn't that foundation of uh, screw you guys for being on the radio there like there be. was in rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just there's not that foundation. There wasn't there wasn't mm-hmm. there was there. They're just there. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But if you know much about like the alternative scene, you know, through rock and roll history, there was a lot of people that made their bones on on being off the radio and when they made it on the radio, they, they got, they got, you know, kind of crucified for it. Right. Um, uh, I, I just, I don't know if there's that same stigma with country music. So in sh- it, the long way around to answer your question is that, no, I, I don't think so. I think mostly people have said, thank you for doing what you do. And thank God that you guys have made it on a radio. And yeah. hopefully that yes. will start to create a change in what we hear on the radio. Exactly. And that is exactly how I feel about it. That's I, I've, I've made that statement a few times on this podcast was at the end of the day, if there, you know, the more, the more Midlands, the more John parties, the more, Eric Church's, the more Miranda Lambert's, the more Ashley McBride's we can hear Chris on Davis. country radio, the better, like that, that's going to make, that's going to, that, that helps the overall well-being of the, of the genre and the substance that people who are kind of in our neck of the country music, like our little bubble in the country music world, that, that's going to, that's going to help us and like well, some of the artists that we know and love make it maybe to where you guys are are at now yeah i mean mean, god that would be the hope i'm i'm with you guys you know i love john's records and i i thought ashley mcbride came out very strong and um you know there's definitely there's something for everybody out there and i wish that the radio programmers thought in terms of that more than than Mm -hmm. uh more often than not um but you know thankfully now we've got things like Apple music and I and Spotify and SoundCloud or whatever, you can go and stream that stuff and make your own playlist. And, um, so if you don't like what's on the radio, just go make your own radio station. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, also through that osmosis, more people will end up stopping listening to radio and then radio will have to change, you know? So, um, you know, I guess that may be part of the, just the way that things work. Um, yeah. It may be worth mentioning that 
like I said before, before we started recording, that Midland is programming a radio station for yeah. for mm-hmm. um, Apple Music Country, which is their new channel. And uh, it's called Six Degrees Radio, and it's airing in a couple weeks. And it's essentially us doing what we do on the tour bus after shows. You know, we'll pass around the 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 phone that's connected to the speakers and and kind of tell stories and play music and try and connect each thing. You know, if Mark plays something by Rod Stewart, you know. I'll grab the phone next to me and be like, dude, I know you love Rod Stewart, but have you heard the faces, you know, or of course he's heard the faces, but have you heard this deep cut? Oh yeah. Ron Wood was in the faces. You know, he was also in the Rolling Stones from after, you know, Mick Taylor left the band and check out this dig, you know? And so you try and connect this tapestry in this history of music. Um, That was what we've done with this, this show called, uh, 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 it's called Six Degrees with Midland. And um, I hope you guys dig it, and I hope you guys sign on to, to listen to it because it's yeah. going to be really cool, man. We're, we're touching on everything from smash hits to, to B-sides and telling stories that we've heard on the road from other musicians. You know, That's the cool thing about being out there, too. So you run into guys like Eugene Edwards, who's Dwight Yoakam's guitar player and he's just like a encyclopedia encyclopedia of knowledge and knows all these stories because he heard it from some guy or he this and that or you know Charlie Sexton in in Austin plays with Bob Dylan and he's got all these great Bob Dylan stories and so you try and share this stuff and keep the folklore about all, all of it alive yeah um because it's also part of our our musical American heritage you know right yeah that's cool I think mm-hmm. Yeah, no that that sounds that sounds badass. We can't wait to hear. Yeah, it. for sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh oh, you know like what? This. My my ear pods are my ear pods are dying. Well, it sounds like uh, a, a good time on. to go let into me, port. Let's, let's play a song, <laughs> and that'll work out all right. Um, yeah, let's play a song. Yeah, right. we'll take our break. We'll uh we'll let you guys hear a song off of Midland's most recent. Well, not their most recent album, but. Most recent full-length album, Let It Roll, from 2019, and that one was titled 14 Gears. Enjoy.
solid white line Don't make no money if I don't make it there on time Yes, and I'm a sending tone Wind it up until I'm old I've got 14 gifts Get you back in my arms just heard 14 gears from midland we're still here with cam duddy and cam why don't you tell us a little bit about about that song i understand it's one of your oldest songs from the group that you you wrote together and uh, you just re-recorded it on the last album so i'm sure there's some good stories about it um yeah dude 14 gears is a song that we carried around with us for a long time it was a song that we cut in our first batch of demos out in El Paso, actually outside of El Paso, near Tornillo, Texas, at a place called the Sonic Ranch. And um, uh, kind of kept that song in our back pocket until the second album when we felt like we really knew what we wanted to do with it. Um, uh, as a side note, I think it's worth mentioning that we are putting out... Um, we are putting out a kind of in-between record before the third album uh, and releasing the Sonic Ranch demos that we did all those years ago with a oh, mini wow. documentary um, companion piece with it. Uh, there, we filmed a bunch of this stuff while we were out there just kind of screwing around, didn't know what we were going to call the band, didn't know what we were going to do with it, and and really had no expectations other than getting together for about 10 days out in the desert and, and recording music as a bunch of friends and drinking a bunch of beer and having to, drinking tequila and then going back to our regular lives. And at the end of that session, we had these demos and, and everybody looked at each other and, and agreed, we got to just see this thing all the way through, give it one last shot. Cause remember we were all failed musicians for decades yeah. and, uh, and we, we, kind of uh we we took that chance you right. know and 14 gears was very much a part of that the history of that that's awesome awesome cool story yeah <clears throat> great one of my favorite one of my favorites off of uh yeah. off of the new album that's for yeah. sure yeah oh thanks man. <clears throat> great 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 tune yeah um i think that's something people don't understand either is like i think people see you guys got together and like boom a lot of success real fast and i don't think they realize you guys were musicians for a while and you had some you know a couple hands in in the uh music video game and and all that up until then too so you you guys have been around the business for a long time you know it's not like a boom success kind of kind of thing yeah i mean like i said we all tried to figure out ways to not have regular jobs our whole right. lives i like that mentality <laughs> You're doing you're doing great now. <laughs> Figured it uh, out. I'd I'd say. All right. Let's go let's go into this rapid fire. Quick one. Quick one today. Um so okay, let's this go. is the, the segment of the show if you haven't watched before. We're we're just gonna ask some some questions. Uh not necessarily all related to music or just kinda get to know random you. Random questions. Fun fun random questions. Uh so good luck, Cam. Uh Garrett, you can start. I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> all right all right cam do you have any pre-show rituals uh yes <laughs> you want them you want to know them well ki kind of if you want to uh, i do a vocal warm-up <laughs> i do a very embarrassing vocal warm-up do you want to give us an example uh, and then uh <laughs> yeah you go <clears throat> it's been months but <clears throat> uh what would i do I don't even know. The, I, I'm I'm so out of practice now. The last two two months. Yee, 
that like kind of thing. Like, yeah. I sing falsetto, so right. I gotta get real high. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I drink. Uh, I drink. A cu- I have a couple drinks, and then I get on stage and do my thing. Knock her out of the park, and then it's just fucking fucking showtime. <clears throat> All right. Um, That's right. If Mike, you let's say you're going someplace, maybe a 14 hour drive away. That's about how far it is from Iowa City to Austin. So. Let's say you're going someplace 14 hours away. Would you rather road trip it or fly? Uh, with my family or with the band? Um, let's say you're going with buddies, not business related. Road trip, especially now with COVID. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Good call. Um, if you could see two pe- two people fight in a no rules cage match, who would you have fight? Any two people. <laughs> um, I'd like to see uh, Mike Tyson, and Uh-oh. I want to see a Vander Holyfield Ooh. rematch. I, I'd like to see that oh. happen. All right. No rules Maybe. this time, though. No rules. He can take the other ear. No. No, still the rules. I want to okay. see the rules. Still I just want to see who's still better. Rolling. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Here. You're stuck. You're stuck on a deserted island, and you can only listen to one album uh, for your time there, and you don't know when you're getting off. What album are you picking? Uh, Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street. Solid. It's a double album. Right, Gives you a lot go. of work. Get a lot, That's lot to work smart with. Smart choice. There. Good call. Thanker. <clears throat> smart choice. Exactly. Um. All right. What is your favorite game when you go to the casino? Ooh. Uh, I like to play blackjack. Good answer. All right. I'm a blackjack yeah. guy. All right. <clears throat> Last one. Um, I only asked this one because you guys have been the answer to it multiple times. Who has the best style in country music? Midland. It's fair. I mean, that's a fair answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like three in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean... You're 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 fairly so. often. So that, you, it's it's usually you or Charlie Crockett is are the answers yeah. for that that question. <laughs> Charlie's got some style. I like Charlie's oh, yeah. style. That that kind of goes into uh, we we asked style. people on Twitter a couple like what what questions they wanted us to ask just for fun, and we we're gonna pick one, and I'm gonna make the executive executive decision to pick a different one because this one really resonated with me personally. Oh, and this one is. This one's Let's from Austin it. Jansen, and it says, how big of a role has their mustache game played in their success? <laughs> Hopefully none. What? Hopefully none. I mean, you said the style. You would like to be known for the music that you make as a band and not the True. mustache that you wear. That's uh, I definitely do, think do you, do you that the to... mustache probably le- – lets people know that we're not fucking around. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah, that's, that's true. You would know, if, Mike. Yeah, if you, you wear a mustache, know. you mean it. Yeah. You mean business wherever yeah. you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of balls. Yeah, people people know what's <laughs> up when they see that. Oh, man. True enough. And do, you, do, you want me to, True enough. do you want me to ask the real one? or I, I think, I don't know. We, I mean, we, we already kind of got to it. Yeah, we, we got, got it. Let's do it. Ask it. Go All ahead. All right. All right. Well, this this one is this is the one that we had decided on before Mike threw. <laughs> this is from Brendan Sharp, and he says this is the exact right how he wrote it on Twitter. It says, "How does it feel to hear a more traditional sound on the radio after years of having bro country?" And I think what he means by that is this is how I interpret it. Why do you think your guys' sound? And we kind of already Fiddle. got to this a little yeah. bit. Why do you think? Why do you think your guys' more traditional sound? is successful and accepted in the mainstream when most of the rest of what you might hear on country radio definitely goes to more more towards like a pop or it's been dubbed bro country that kind of a sound what would what would be your i don't what would be your answer to that kind of a question i don't i suppose i I guess i don't i don't know why or where bro country came from other than the fact that maybe People wanted to see, you know, I think with there has to be an era usually of of people on stage that that look and represent look like and represent the people that are listening to them, you know, Mm. and uh, for whatever reason, it was just decided that uh, 
that guy needed to be up on stage, you know, for a while. Yeah. And um, there, there are many of those guys out there in the crowd that look like that guy on stage. Mm-hmm. With that said, I think that the reason why Midland has had their moment and hopefully continues to have that moment is because we also represent a contingency of people that look and feel like us down there in the crowd. You know, Mike, you look like one of those guys. I've had Garrett. I've, I've signed. You're wearing the word fuck on your shirt. So again, says, same uh, thing as I, us. I, I should. Yeah. Not. I, I mean, I've had, I've had people. You, you seem like a, a, con, a contrarian. I've had people come up to me in bars and be like, Hey, will you sign this as Cameron Duddy? from midland uh for my girlfriend or wow i don't know if it, yeah that's cool. i'm pretty sure it was it, you're better looking than i am but that's very cool <laughs> oh bullshit not with those tie-dye overalls are you kidding that are you kidding me that's called that's called role-playing mike and you got to lean into that when a pretty girl asks you to do that oh i did it i signed it i signed it all good all oh, yeah. good uh, you know, dudes, uh, I, my, I think if you want to see change in, in, um, on the radio, it's, it's about spreading good music and that's what you guys are doing, exactly. you know, and also just not being afraid to wear that shirt, both of you guys, you know, and grow the mustache or whatever it is, because, you know, it's all inclusive. I think all of that stuff ties together and, right. and the more people that that um feel empowered to let their craziness happen on the outside it will empower us to be able to continue to making make our music you know what i mean right. and and making music for people that feel like us forget look like us because you know <laughs> i don't care what you look like as long right. as you are uh, you know embodying an authenticity that is true to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of music that we make. And those are the kind of those, that's the kind of music that we, we make for those kind of people, you know? Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree so more. the mm-hmm. contrarians out there, the people that feel like you're kind of on the outside, the people that you feel like just a little bit different, you know, that's mm-hmm. what Midland's for. And you keep programming your radio station with more people like that. then more people like us will all listen, you know, exactly. those people that feel that's like right. they're living on the outside. Yeah. Couldn't agree right. more. Couldn't Very have said welcome. it better myself. Cameron, thank you so much for joining us. It's been fun. Yeah, man. Man, and cool. All, Appreciate the hell out of you. Yeah. All the all best wishes to to you guys moving on, and hope to keep hearing you guys all over the radio. Hopefully you can, man. Yeah. Hopefully you can get back on. Well, the thank road you, boys. Yeah. Keep kicking ass. Yeah. All right, man. You guys stay safe out there. Thank you for having me, right, and uh, oh. stay oh. safe. <laughs> all right. Perfect. All right, Garrett, take um, us out. We Good? are going to leave you today <laughs> yeah. with a tune that Cameron actually Cameron actually sang lead vocals on this song off of 2019's right. Let It Roll. Right. And that one is called Lost in the Night. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Thank you again, Cameron, for joining us, and we will see you next time. Take care, y'all. You walked in the bar, I lit your cigarette Do you remember dancing at the Holiday Inn? Your fingers through my belt loops and my lips on your skin Shooting stars and satellites Shining down on you and I Lost in the night Just 
just heard Lost in the Night from Midland. Once again, we would like to thank Cameron so much for joining us for this episode. It was a lot of fun. Um, hope you all enjoyed this one. If you are a new listener, please make sure that you go follow us on Twitter. We are also on Instagram, and we are on Facebook. Uh, Twitter is at Hippies Cowboys. Instagram is at Hippies and Cowboys, Hippies Cowboys Pod, rather. And if you get the notion, go check out our Twitter page. Scroll down until you find our pinned tweet. And there you will find our little online store. In that store, we got, you name it, some great-looking hats, stickers, t-shirts, hoodies. We'll get you a shower curtain if you want. But please go check that out. We really appreciate all your guys' support. If you would like to leave us a tip... Our PayPal is hippiesandcowboyspod at gmail.com. We would appreciate anything you guys are willing to give. We can't do this thing without you guys. And uh, if you are willing to throw us a couple bucks here and there, we appreciate the hell out of you. So thanks so much to every one of you who's continuing to show support for us on social media and keeping this thing going. We will see you next time. I'm in the process of editing another episode with Tessie Lou Williams. Can't wait for you guys to hear that one. But in the meantime, like I said, follow us, share this podcast with your friends, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys.